Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Would you open your Bible apps and join me in 2 Kings chapter 7? Second Kings chapter 7, ask that you'll stand for the reading of God's word. Second Kings chapter 7, verses 3 and 4. I want us to read it together with uplifted voices. Second Kings chapter 7, verse 3 and 4, everyone. Now there were four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gate. They said to each other, why stay here until we die? The famine's there and we will die. If we stay here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Arameans and surrender. If they spare us, we live. If they kill us, then we die. Let's go back to verse number three, Second Kings chapter 7 verse number three. Let's read it with all the vim, vigor, and vitality we can muster, all of us. Come on together. Now there were four men with leprosy. You may be seated. Now there were four men with leprosy sitting at the city gate. They said to each other, why sit here until we die? I'm going to preach for a little while today using as a subject, I've got to stop putting this off. I've got to stop putting this off. Look at the person beside you and say, you heard the preacher. Look at me now. Tell him, you've got to stop putting it off. I've got to stop putting it off. Recently, the minutes from Satan's strategic planning retreat were leaked. The full council of demons had assembled to strategize about how they could stifle and suppress the saints in the last six weeks of 22. One imp made the suggestion, let's convince a generation that there is no heaven. The devil responded, they'll never believe that because the earth has been such a hell for melanated people that after the remission of sins, the only anchor of hope is the possibility of heaven. An urchin then chimed in and exclaimed, what if we tell them that there is no hell? which they were immediately cut off. Said that there's no way we could sell that when Jesus, while on earth, mentioned hell more than he ever mentioned heaven. Finally, a witch hopped into the discussion. 
and said, I know the answer. Just convince them there is no reason to harry. To which the entire council of darkness agreed that that would be the strategy to stifle your life. And ladies and gentlemen, to this day, there are millions of us who are under the demonic trance called procrastination. Procrastination is to put off intentionally the doing of something that should be done. In the book, Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill eloquently stated, Procrastination is the bad habit of putting off until the day after tomorrow what should have been done the day before yesterday. Even on the bloodstained pages of American history, there's recorded a tragedy for our adversaries in the midst of the American Revolutionary War. The stenographers have in their report how Commander Rawl, who was leading the British infantry in Trenton, New Jersey, was playing cards when a courier brought an urgent message stating that George Washington was crossing the Delaware River. Rawl put the letter in his pocket and didn't even open the envelope until the game was over. Only then did he recognize the seriousness of the situation. But by then, it was too late to organize or even to retaliate or even to prepare for the incoming attack. At his funeral, British Ambassador Nobert Quayle said, only a few minutes delay cost him his life, his honor, and the liberty of his soldiers. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to hear this. I want you to remember it. I want you to impart it to your children. Tomorrow is the excuse of the lazy. Tomorrow is the refuge of the incompetent. You are not Orphan Annie. You can't wait until tomorrow. What you are working on requires your attention today. I need you to elbow your neighbor without ever looking at him, elbow him and tell him you can't wait until tomorrow. At the dinner party before Jesus' departure, he said to Judas flatly, who he knew was going to betray him, whatever you're going to do, do it quickly. Imagine the bravado of the Redeemer to tell Lucifer, don't procrastinate. In other words, hurry up and let's get it over with. What swag do you have to have to tell Satan that you want to be attacked immediately? And that's the same kind of nerve that you have to exercise. Let them know, if you're going to fire me, do it now. 
If you're going to break up with me, just go ahead and do it now. If you're going to lie on me, do it now. If you're going to sue me, let me get served now. If I got to have surgery, let's schedule it now. Why? Because the sooner I get hurt, the quicker I can recover. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy has got to come by tomorrow morning. I don't know how many of you have that level of authority, but I am so thankful under God that the enemy has a limited time by which he can attack me. And if he is going to do it, he better hurry up and do it right now. I want you to skip over to 2 Samuel chapter 3 and pump the brakes at verse 17 and 18. And there you'll find where the children of Israel were delaying anointing David as king. Abner sent out an e-blast and a robocall to all the children of the kingdom of God and said, this is who you prayed for. Why are you delaying anointing him? Do it now. Ladies and gentlemen, you need all the oil assigned to you to be dispatched right now. I need you to lay hands on yourself and just shout out loud, I need my oil now. Come on, I need you to say it with authority. I need my oil now. I need oil to deal with my depression. I need God to anoint me for my anxiety. I need God to lay hands on me for this loneliness. I need him to fill my cup for my career. I need him to touch all of my taxes that are in arrears. I need fresh oil and I need it within the hour. What I had last month, last year, and the last situation will not maintain for what I need in this moment. I don't know who I'm talking to but I need you to lift up that hand and shout under God, I need my oil now. I felt something in heaven. I felt something in heaven that I need to announce to the children of God who are under the grace of the canopy of new birth I want you to lift up that hand and I want you to hear what I heard God say concerning you this week what I heard God concerning you this week I hope you'll receive it is that the power invested in me by the power of the Holy Ghost has been released to declare over every lifted hand no more delays everything that you have been waiting on has just been expedited on your behalf there will be nothing to hold up your miracle your breakthrough or your inheritance this is your season for answered prayer I declare over every person no more delays there has just been a federal express anointing that everything you need will be delivered by 12 noon tomorrow no more delays nobody will be able to hold up will be able to block will be able to interrupt will be able to stop whatever is the intention of God for your life 
somebody shouted out loud, no more delays. No more delays. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I don't need you to talk to your neighbor. I need you to just mutter it to yourself. No more delays. You know how long I've been waiting on this to happen? No more delays. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Everything I was supposed to have is getting ready to be released into my life. No more. They know the money they owe me. No more. I don't need another signature. No more delays. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't claim to be a black panther when you're moving at the pace of a snail. A snail has an excuse that you can't claim. 30% of a snail's body weight is its shell. It cannot move quickly because of what's on it. I declare unto you today, those of you who have ears to hear, the Spirit is saying to the church, whatever weight you have been carrying is now being shifted off of you. You are being freed from illegal false obligation. Whatever is the weight of false survivor's guilt is now being removed. The weight of shame and embarrassment and a checkered past has now been heaved off of your life. 30% of a snail's weight is its shell and it cannot move because of it. Furthermore, snails have no legs. And look at you, after you've done all you can, you're still standing. Snails are the third slowest species on the planet after a starfish and a sloth. The reason why it takes a snail so long to move, I need you to hear this, is because snails have to produce its own oil. It produces its own oil and then has to move on it. But the reason why you are where you are is not by might, it's not by power, it is only by his spirit. Folk don't know the strength you have is not your strength. With everything you've been through, you should be exhausted, you should be dehydrated, you should be under the bed in a semi-coma, but you kick the sheets off every day knowing you got people who are dependent on you. They don't know how you find the strength to smile and to function and to speak to people without blowing your brains out, without becoming bitter and angry and resentful and vengeful because this joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. You have a different source of strength. Popeye needed spinach. Samson needed hair. Wonder Woman needed bracelets. Ford needed a hammer. Trump needs Fox News. 
attempt needed voter suppression but I will look to the hills from whence cometh my help my help cometh from the Lord those of you who know morning by morning new mercies I see all I have needed his hand has provided you have strength and God has given you that strength for an assignment he's given you strength for your calling he's given you strength for a specific task and you keep smacking God in the face by procrastinating I ran into four men I ran into four men who were falling apart with leprosy they were banished to live on the outskirts of the city because of their condition leprosy was a, a plague that this era has never seen before it was so pervasive leprosy was that if uh, you scratched your head then a patch of hair would be left in your hands Leprosy was so bad that if you were walking through the Judean hills wearing sandals, a digit of your toe would fall off in the sand. Leprosy was so bad that if you were sitting in a chair like you're doing today, when you got up, a graft of your skin would still be left in the chair. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to know that I have no idea how it is that they were able to keep themselves together. But I want to invite you in this moment, would you just take just a millisecond and just embrace yourself? I need you to embrace yourself. Why? Because people have no idea what it takes just to keep myself together. People don't know I'm right on the hinge of falling apart. I'm talking to some people in this room. People have no idea I had to train myself not to cry. That there are some days I got to sit in my own driveway. There are some days that I'll drive right past my own house. Come on, embrace yourself. You, you ought to thank God that you haven't slipped down to the bottom of alcoholism. That you kept yourself together. That in spite of how it is that life has treated you, you still look good when you're coming out of the house in the day. You, you kept yourself together in spite of people who you love mishandling you and you have no idea why it is that they would do you dirty like that. You kept yourself together and folk don't understand that there are moments where I don't want to be bothered. It's not that I'm mean or that I'm standoffish or that I'm arrogant but I'm doing the best that I can just to make it from day to day but I thank God his grace is sufficient for me. You, you think I care? You don't like what I got on? You think I gonna waste all that money for hair to impress you? I'm just trying to keep myself together. They barely holding on. Keeping themselves together, these four leprous men. While they're holding on, trying to keep themselves together. Nobody from the church came to see them. None of the intercessors showed up with a vial of oil. They left them with people who are as sick as them, waiting for them to die. It is amazing how many people are just waiting for your peril. They're waiting for your demise. 
It's sad for me to say, but I have to report to you today, there are some people who don't want you to survive. Who don't want to see you come through it. They hate the fact, Aaron, that you are more than a conqueror. But somehow or another, God has kept you together. I dare to just hold yourself close right where you are. I'm keeping it together. In spite of what's going on in my family. In spite of what's going on in my body. In spite of what's going on in my child. Somebody shout out loud. I'm keeping it together. You got to be careful because society will put you in a place where they'll just let you die. They'll let you fall apart. They'll let you implode. And they'll watch you do it. And that's what's happening to these four leprous men. They just dying and falling apart. And nobody is helping them. Whether Kyrie is wrong or not, the black community can't let them just be publicly castrated and just let them die. You mean to tell me not one civil rights organization is going to stand with them? You mean not one black denomination is going to make a statement in his defense? You mean you're going to let his children watch their father get killed in public square and nobody say nothing? Brett Favre can steal $70 million from black children in Mississippi and not lose one endorsement from Nike, MasterCard, or Hyundai. But y'all going to let him die? Even NBA Commissioner David Cern said that he wasn't anti-Semitic, but that still didn't stop the lynching. You just going to watch black man die? The patent system in the United States began in 1787, but they wouldn't let slaves have patents, and they let all the credit go to their owners. Jack Daniels, which is the world's most popular whiskey, was actually created by a slave named Nathan Green. But he was prohibited from having any profits. And yet you got the nerve to be at the bar ordering Jack and Coke. I disagree with a lot of what Kanye has said and what he has done with wearing White Lives Matter shirts, endorsing Herschel Walker, touting Donald Trump, but for Adidas to disassociate with him but steal his patent and live off of his profits and nobody gonna say nothing? Adidas is built on black consumption going all the way back to run DMC and not one black legal firm, no black business association, not one black athlete has stood to protect a black man's idea and creativity. Y'all just gonna let them die? Brittany Grinder is on a penal colony. Family don't know where she is. The government claimed they don't know where she is. She's won two Olympic gold medals. Is a treasure to this nation. And you telling me the CIA can't go and find her? The FBI can't do anything for her? How dare you evangelicals say you can't support her because of her lifestyle? You supported Bruce Jenner. You supported Greg Luganus. 
Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Joe Biden, you better go get our sister and go get her now. The back of this nation was built on black women. We can't let her die. Said, are we just going to sit here? Let her die? We just going to sit here and die ourselves? Procrastination never won a race. Procrastination never received a promotion. Procrastination never changed the outcome of human history. Whether they accept you or not, you have got to make the move of your life. The spirit of procrastination, I call it broken off of you. Whatever is in you that makes you keep putting critical things off is now killed off of your life. I declare that the blood of Jesus is stronger than the spirit of procrastination. Some of you can't give God glory because you haven't been putting stuff off. But God said this week you are going to accomplish more this week than you have in the last month. I declare that if I could just get 50 worshipers in this room, would you just give God glory like you're going to get it done? Will you give God glory like you've got to conquer it? Will you give God glory like you've got to achieve it? Will you give God glory like you will have victory over it? You may be seated. As a freshman at, uh, freshman at Morehouse College, they, they taught us a poem my freshman week that has haunted me to this day. The poem that they gave us as uh, embryonic Morehouse men was uh, a simple poem. The poem uh, says this, No time to dream nor drift. We have work to do and loads to lift. Shun not the struggle. Tis God's gift. Be strong. I want every person in this room, would you repeat after me? I've got no time to dream or drift. I have work to do and loads to lift. I can't shun the struggle. Tis God's gift. I gotta be strong. What is it that you're supposed to do? And whatever it is that you're supposed to do, you've got to get it done this week. I can't hear anybody. I said, whatever you're supposed to get done, you got to get it done this week. You got to go apply for another job because the one you want is killing you. You got to write a page for that book. There's a whole demographic that needs it. You got to go look for the house. The apartment is too small for you. You got to apply to go back to school in the spring. You've got too much that you've got to offer. You need to book that trip before the plane tickets go too high. You got to buy the shoes before they sell out of your size. You got to fix the faucet. The leak is getting on your nerves. You got to redecorate the kitchen. You aging yourself. You got to put them out the house. 
they never valued your presence. You got to go file the papers. It's time for you to be free. You got to go buy the ring. Don't you take that woman for granted. This is your season to go get something done. I wish I had a different sermon. I wish I had something greater to say. I wish I had a better revelation. I wish I had something a more meaning to be able to declare. But God told me to give one announcement in this place. And the announcement that I am to give is your marching orders for the rest of the year. Those of you who are possessed by the spirit of procrastination will never flow in it. But those of you that know that God is speaking to you, this is your word that I need you to build on. Pastor, tell me what that word is. The word is simply this. Don't wait till the battle is over. Shout right now. In other words, give God glory for what you want to accomplish. Give God praise for what you think you're going to conquer. Magnify him like it's already done. Give him your honor. Give him your thanksgiving like your body is already here. What you waiting for? The devil is already defeated. Let God arise. Let your enemies be scattered. He said, are we going to just sit here? Or are we going to make a move? Hallelujah. And I'm so grateful that it wasn't just one person there. But it's four. But only one is speaking. I am telling you, based off of what you do next, the three people who are connected to you are getting ready to move into the greatest assignment of their life. Look at the person beside you, tell them, I'm not going to let you miss your moment. The window of opportunity is getting ready to close for you. Some of y'all are selfish and don't know how to give God glory. But can you imagine that the next praise you give unto God is going to expedite miracles for your son and for your daughter. Would you open up your mouth like knowing the shout I give next is going to get a relative healed. It's going to get my brother out of jail. It's going to get my daughter a scholarship. You better give God glory. Y'all ain't ready for it. If the four people ain't here, would you shout for the four on your row? That every person connected to me is walking into an expedited season. It's getting ready to happen. Would you give somebody a high five and tell them it's on the way. Whatever you've been waiting on, it's on the way. Whatever you've been praying for, it's on the way. because they broke the spirit of procrastination and made the move of their life what they stepped into 
saved them for what they were assigned for. How much you lift that hand for me, please? Hallelujah. Maybe what's killing you is not moving. Maybe what's killing you is staying in that position when God has another call for your life. I want to pray for you. Speak over every lifted hand. Because you haven't been yourself. You've been delaying the inevitable. You've been putting off what you know is a priority. I declare and decree that every ounce of procrastination has just been extracted off of your life. That everything that you do going forward will be done with a sense of urgency. And those of you right at the top of mind know something that you've got to get done. Something you got to put in the work for. Knowing what it is that you have to accomplish. Would you do me a favor, please? Would you just worship him that God would give you strength? I can't believe you ain't saying nothing. I said, would you open up your mouth that God would give you strength? Yeah. I wrestled... Um, up until the ninth hour in this sermon because I'm supposed to be preaching about creativity and being a creative. And uh, everything in me did not want to preach this sermon because it didn't match where I thought God was taking me. Did you hear me? And I want to say a word for creatives in this room. That one of your greatest level of attacks will be delay. Because you got the vision. You see the picture. But what I found out about God is God gives you vision but never shows you process. So you got to fight up against the delay not knowing that some of them are God-ordained. I don't know where you are, but there are those of you who are years behind schedule. Did y'all hear what I just said? Are years behind schedule. But I pray for you intently that God will adjust the clock 
Here it is. It's the last thing I got to say and then I'm out the door. I pray for you. Hear this. Not that God will make you a millionaire. Not that God will uh, make you debt free. Not that God will put your name in lights. Here's what I've been praying for you this week. Literally since Wednesday at 2 a.m. I've been praying that God will give you more time. You are not too old. The season has not passed. It is not too late. I believe that the oil of Hezekiah has now hit your life, that he's adding years to your life, that you will not die until you accomplish what you were born to do. With no delay, I need every person standing with no delay. I need every person standing with no delay. You done procrastinated about everything else in your life. With no delay, those of you who know you cannot putting off, put off getting right with God, I want you to come to this altar. Those of you who cannot put off joining the church, I need you to get to this altar. You cannot put off getting saved and rededicating your life to Christ. I'm talking to you. No more delays. I need you to meet me here at this altar. I need you to come. I need you to do so as expeditiously as possible. Come on, would you move at the speed of your expectation? I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.